The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we're going to discuss how we can better handle the stress in our lives, from the food we eat to the things we can take to help us minimize it. It's a show for all of us, so sit back, relax, and listen close. Plus, later we'll find out what's happening around town. But first up, it's time to find our happy place, oh, one of my favorite places in the world, and and learn some ways we can help ourselves deal with the stress we all have. And joining us today is nutritional consultant and certified natural health professional, Valerie Hall. Valerie appears in front of thousands of people each year and speaks on a variety of topics, and she even hosts her own radio show. Welcome back, Valerie. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Well, happy you could join us again. And before we get to our topic, tell us the scope and focus of your work. Well, I speak to people all across the country on ways to support their health naturally. I've been studying nutrition, both in terms of food and nutritional supplements for the last 15 years, and applied a lot of that knowledge to my own health because I had some health issues uh, going back to when I was in my 20s. So I've been able to really help myself and family members. I also do a consultation practice, but many of those thousands of health-seeking individuals I speak to every year are right here at Mother's Market. So a lot of you know me. Hi, good to, good to talk to you all again. <laughs> you have a lot of fans out here. Well, today we are talking about stress, and we all have it. We've all got it, and we have to learn to cope with it in many different ways. So talk to us about the types of stress that we might experience. Well, there are all kinds of different stress. Stress is defined by when whatever is coming in is more than we can handle. And so there are various types of stress, chemical stress, emotional stress, and physical stress. We mainly think of stress as emotional stress, but it can also be a chemical overload of something going on in the body that knocks us out of balance. A lot of our food chemicals, in fact, the average American is exposed to over 10,000 chemicals a year, which is way more than our bodies are. I'm amazed we function as well as we do in the face of all that. But uh, so we have all kinds of chemical stress that comes in. There are a variety of things that are just very difficult for us to handle. Everything from food additives, colors, dyes, artificial sweeteners, to pharmaceutical medication, over-the-counter medication, recreational medication or alcohol. All of those things can be difficult for us. Um, Other areas where we might get chemical exposure would include from our jobs. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have toxic jobs where they are inhaling fumes all the time. Things like housekeepers and hair and nail salons and roofers and painters Mm -hmm. and guys who work with carpet and tile and mechanics and smog guys and pesticides and oh my goodness, there's a lot of chemical exposure that goes on out there in the work world as well. And then dealing with heavy metals, a lot of occupations like dentists deal with a lot of heavy metals, for example. Radiation, if you're an x-ray tech, a dental assistant, a chiropractor, you might deal with that type of chemical uh, exposure. So lots of different ways that we get this chemical stress. Then there's the emotional stress, and that happens whenever we get stuck in traffic, when we have teenagers at home, (laughs) when we have a boss who's difficult to deal with, when we have a deadline approaching for a big project or inventory. I mean, there are a lot of things that can trigger this emotional stress. Certainly, death of a loved one or a physical illness for yourself or a loved one can also trigger a lot of emotional stress. 
physical stress can happen from illness, but it can also happen from extreme exercise. While mild to moderate exercise is wonderful for us, more information is coming out that this extreme exercise where people are really physically stressing themselves can be difficult. Because when we have one of these stresses, we become more susceptible to the other two kinds. So if your if your emotional life is really weighing you down, then the chemical stress and the physical stress are much more likely to topple you over or you know any of the combination of those. So we have a variety of different kinds of stress that go on. Anytime we're experiencing something that is more than our physical or emotional state can handle, we characterize that as stress. Wow. And that's true. I mean, you don't even think about all everything that your body can handle each and every day. With uh, So you've <laughs> really explained that well. Um, are there foods that add to our feelings of stress? Yes. Caffeine is definitely mm. a stress producer. Sugar can also be a stress producer because it unbalances. Both these things mm. unbalance our normal brain chemistry. Instead of being on a nice, even keel, we get onto these extreme highs and lows. So any food like sugar and caffeine that might cause us to dump our serotonin all at once into the brain. And serotonin is a feel-good neurotransmitter. So once we push all that into the brain, we get a momentary rise, we feel good, we get we get a sugar high, if you will, or a caffeine high. But then there's the flip side of that where things crash. Mm -hmm. So instead of being on an even keel, now we're on a roller coaster of brain chemistry. And that's what caffeine and sugar can really do. And then there are those artificial food chemicals that we talked about. One of my rules of thumb is if I can't pronounce it, I don't want to eat it. So that's a good <laughs> thing to follow. And so we don't, you know, I don't even have to read it if I see two paragraphs of chemical names. I can just put that food right back on the shelf. That's mm -hmm. not going to be helping us. And then a lot of people have food sensitivities. Sensitivities might not show up as a full-blown allergy. We know when we have a food allergy. People who are allergic to shrimp might or peanuts might get anaphylactic shock. Their throat closes. They can't breathe. They certainly know that's going on. Food sensitivities are more subtle, and it's harder to pinpoint when we have a food sensitivity because sometimes it can take 24 to 48 hours to manifest as a symptom. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things that people interpret as a disease are really a reaction to one of the foods that they're eating. Mm. Number one in food sensitivities is dairy. And the only dairy that is tends to not be reacted to is butter. But all the other dairy, whether it's yogurt, kefir, milk, cheese, can be a problem for a lot of people. The problems that dairy often causes are sinus problems and ear problems. Uh, breathing problems in general and mucus problems. Also digestive problems. A lot of people have irritable bowel issues and dairy is your prime culprit as a problem food for the digestive tract. Even chronic headaches. I always suspect that there's a food sensitivity. Something's going in the mouth on a regular basis that the body doesn't like. Autoimmune conditions can also be a reaction to a food sensitivity. Uh, chronic pain and as we're talking about today, stress, this feeling of anxiety is an underlying problem for a lot of people who have food sensitivities. So number one is dairy. Number two is gluten. And number three is corn. Number four is soy. And most people have some sort of a negative reaction in some way to sugar, whether they realize it or not. And it's interesting because the flip side of these sensitivities are addictions. These are foods you crave. 
If you crave milk with every meal, chances are pretty good you've got a dairy sensitivity. If, you yeah. said that before, and I remember when you crave something, then you have that. That's I. So I wanted you to stop. Absolutely, right? that is that, that is so true. That's a very flip side of that. Mm-hmm. So these food sensitivities can be an underlying cause of stress, and that's both your physical and chemical stress kind of combining in your own body and really make you uncomfortable. A lot of people get extreme anxiety and panic attacks from low blood sugar as can, well. Can you? Can I ask you something? Yes. What if you crave sugar? That's also uh, an issue where blood sugar is an interesting, it's also a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. So when we eat sugar or processed flour, Mm -hmm. blood sugar skyrockets up Mm -hmm. and then we produce a bunch of insulin. And insulin funnels all that sugar into fat cell storage or if we can use it as physical energy. Those are the two things that our sugar and starch can do is either physical activity energy or store it as fat. And then when we get to the bottom of that blood sugar roller coaster, that's when your body starts screaming at you for more sugar. Mm -hmm. So sugar cravings indicate an out-of-balance blood sugar system, even if it hasn't showed up in tests as a problem or anything like that. But sugar cravings, um, your body is sometimes craving more uh, energy or that momentary release of serotonin. If you're bottomed out on your on your feel-good neurotransmitter, your body can start to send signals. So it's either low blood sugar or low brain chemistry, I think, that is the most often the reason that our bodies start to scream at us for more sugar. Hmm. Oh, I think that's fascinating that when you crave it, that absolutely becomes, that is. It's a problem. Know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so the low blood sugar reaction, again, when you get to that bottom of the blood sugar roller coaster, a lot of people get a lot of anxiety. So the first thing that happens when blood sugar gets low is, you know, there are a couple kinds of low blood sugar. Most people who have low blood sugar, it's called reactive low blood sugar, where they're reacting to the carbohydrates they ate. The blood sugar skyrocketed up and then it plummeted down either too fast or too low. It might not even be too low as far as what the numbers say, but if it's going down fast or if it's relatively low over what their blood sugar usually is, they their body interprets it as being low. So this lower blood sugar, the first thing that happens is it's very hard to concentrate and focus. Mm-hmm. It also tends to make people very irritable and anxious. So this is why it's associated with stress and anxiety. This low blood sugar can really bring on a lot of that. If blood sugar continues to stay low for a long time, things like shaking and tremors might develop. People might break out into a sweat or develop a a headache. So all of those can be symptoms of low blood sugar. In fact, I think that a lot of people who wake up with headaches on a regular basis are having low blood sugars overnight. Mm -hmm. And people who don't sleep well, because it's hard to sleep if your blood sugar is low also. So there are a variety of things that might be causing this, but food sensitivities are really big and a lot of people just don't realize that they have them. A good way to figure this out, take your pulse before you eat and then take your pulse 40 minutes after you eat. And if your pulse has gone up by more than 12 beats a minute, it, chances are pretty good that you are reacting negatively to something that was in that meal. So that's one way to check it out. An excellent way is to give up the food that you suspect you might be sensitive to for six weeks and see how you feel. Hmm. You might notice a big improvement in different uh, types of symptoms. And you might notice less pain in the body, fewer headaches, uh, better sinus health or digestive health. 
If you're not sure after six weeks of elimination if that was a problem food or not, then the next day have it with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Give yourself a challenge. Ooh, your body will let you know pretty quick if that was a problem food. You'll get a you'll get a loud and clear message then. So eliminate the food and then add it in in big amounts if you weren't sure, and that'll tell you if that's a problem food for you. Oh my goodness. Um, so that's a really interesting thing. All those all those different food triggers that we have. Yeah, this is good. Interesting. Uh, I would. I want to talk to you about uh, lifestyle issues and how those are concerned as far as um, this stress, because again, we all have this. Absolutely, we do. You know, one of the things I recommend to everybody is deep breathing. Boy, nothing can change the way you feel faster than ten deep breaths. So just a a long inhale through the nose, hold it. And then out through your mouth all at once. Ten of those. Boom. You'll feel better. I love to do that when I lay down to go to bed. Mm-hmm. If I'm stuck in traffic, you know, my my bad dream is always about work. And for me now, <laughs> it's that I'm stuck in traffic. I can't yeah. get to my seminar. I can't get to a landline to do my radio show or whatever. Right. That's the dream I have now that stresses me out. But deep breathing will change the way you feel quickly. There are even breathing exercises you can do, breathing classes on breath mm-hmm. work, Uh, probably videos at the library, things like that, that you might even look into. But even just your own deep breathing is very, very helpful. Any kind of exercise is going to be helpful at decreasing stress, especially the slow stretching exercises. Yoga, Tai Chi, both of those incorporate both stretching and breathing. So you get a wonderful twofold uh, way to decrease stress. I do my, my yoga class. I try to get to it every week, but if I can't, I do some stretching and yoga exercises before I go to bed at night. Very, very helpful. And another thing that's important that I think really adds to people's stress don't overcommit. Oh, oh my gosh, Isn't that's a that... big thing. People ask us to do things and then we say, oh, sure, I'll do that. And you add these things onto your already busy life mm-hmm. and you end up getting really stressed out. <laughs> things like sewing the costumes for the school play mm-hmm. or baking cookies for mm-hmm. the bake sale or, you know, whatever fundraiser that you're participating in right. for your kid's school. I mean, my goodness, you can get <laughs> so overcommitted, even at work or even mm-hmm. for the holidays, you know, about mm-hmm. buying gifts and, you know, getting out, doing the shopping, spending the money. There are a variety of ways that we have a tendency to overcommit in this world. And we can really help ourselves if we just learn to say, well, you know, (laughs) no, I can't quite do that. Or I could do a little bit of that, but not the whole thing, you know. So delegate. Yeah, delegate. Find ways to delegate. Mm -hmm. Find ways to not overcommit. Mm -hmm. That's another very helpful thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. Gosh, I should have talked to you a long time. I'm going to hire you. I'm going to delegate and hire you. <laughs> I love you, Miss Valerie. This is awesome. Perfect. Um, so it's good to be clear and direct with mm-hmm. friends and family or coworkers about what you what you can do and what would, might be a little bit beyond what you want to do at this point. Well, we have so much uh, more information with you, Miss Valerie Hall, about how we can live a stress-free life and take a big, <laughs> deep breath. And we're going to be right back <laughs> with more information. So right now, we're going to take a quick break. But stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. 
Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. At and welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the podcast from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with nutritional consultant Valerie Hall. And, of course, we're talking about stress. I mentioned stress-free, but it's more like stress management, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I laughed when you said stress-free. Yes. If only we could achieve a stress-free right. life. It you'd, just doesn't quite happen. You'd be completely rich and not having <laughs> to ever work again, right? Uh, yeah, stress management more like. And um, yeah, you've given us some great tips, actually, with that counting to 10 and breathing deeply and all. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the supplements on can support the way we deal with stress. Lots of wonderful supplements. You know, one of the things they found is that stress produces the stress hormone called cortisol. Mm -hmm. And this is associated with all kinds of issues because cortisol gets us ready for fight or flight. Uh. So if the mountain lion was going to jump on us, we either had to fight that mountain lion or run away. Those were our two options. Mm -hmm. So even when we're stuck in traffic, we get that same fight <laughs> or flight response. And when we're getting ready for fight or flight, everything that isn't essential for those two functions shuts down. Mm -hmm. Digestion shuts down. Uh, making new cells and repairing the body shuts down. Di you know, everything shuts down. So reproduction shuts down. Anything that's not essential for fight or flight stops. So this is why stress is a, an additive to all health problems and, and can even be an instigator of a lot of different health problems. There are some fantastic supplements we can use to deal with that. I think it's really important to use some supplementation because kids, when they make that stress hormone cortisol, they can clear it in 20 minutes. <laughs> Adults, it takes us about 24 hours to uh. clear that cortisol. So, oh, it lingers for us. Uh, it hangs right. on. So we want to make sure that our bodies are adapting <laughs> and helped out with supplementation. My number one recommendation as a supplement for stress is magnesium. Magnesium is a natural relaxer of both body and mind. And so magnesium is a huge deficiency. 90% of Americans are deficient. And magnesium deficiency is even linked with developing all the major negative health problems. Diabetes, cancer, heart disease, arthritis, and osteoporosis are all linked to magnesium deficiency. So for many, many reasons, we should be taking this. But it's a great relaxer for the mind. I like magnesium for anybody who worries all the time, stresses out over anything, uh, jumps at loud noises, any child or adult with attention and focus issues. Magnesium is a wonderful, calming mineral. It is great in terms of muscle relaxation as well. Any kind of 
cramping, whether that is you slept on your neck wrong and you wake up with your neck off to the side <laughs> or you're having back spasms, neck spasms, muscle spasms, restless leg issues, Charlie horses, toes that cramp over each other, menstrual cramps. I mean, all kinds of different cramps will do very well with magnesium. It's a natural muscle relaxer, so much so that it is also associated with normal heartbeat. Hearts that go too fast or irregularly, it's often a lack of magnesium issue there. Magnesium is important for bones. It's the number one thing for headaches, and it's very important for normal sleep patterns. While magnesium doesn't make you drowsy, it certainly can help calm you a great deal. There are a variety of different magnesium preparations on the market. They are all different versions of magnesium salt. And two of my favorites are magnesium citrate and magnesium glycinate. So there's an excellent magnesium citrate at Mother's Market by Natural Factors is the company. And this is the one I recommend for anyone who tends towards constipation. Mm. Citrate pulls more water into the bowel and makes it much easier to go to the bathroom. So citrate has some effect on the digestive tract and yet it is extremely well absorbed. The other one I like is called magnesium glycinate, and that one has the least effect on the digestive tract of any form of magnesium, and it's still extremely well absorbed. There's a wonderful magnesium glycinate called high absorption magnesium by Doctors Best Vitamins at the Mother's Market stores. So that's the one that's going to have the least effect on the digestive tract of any of the magnesiums. So get some magnesium in a minimum of 400 milligrams daily. A lot of people feel better with six or 700 milligrams of magnesium daily. Daily. So 400 is the RDA, but that's the bare minimum so that we don't develop diseases. So we might do better with more. I like magnesium for anything that needs relaxation, whether you're talking about body or mind relaxation. There are a variety of other wonderful supplements. I also really like uh, Sam E. Sam E is renowned for brain chemistry, mood, and neural function. SAMe is one of these nutrients that we make in the body already when we combine our cellular energy called ATP and the amino acid methionine, boom, there's our SAMe. <laughs> so SAMe is a foundational building block chemical in the body because it's both a sulfur donor and a methyl donor. Ooh, exciting. I know, you made it sound <laughs> exciting. I'm sitting here taking notes on everything and you had me at ooh, On the edge ooh. of your seat. Yes. Wow. So we use sulfur and methyl in all kinds kinds of different functions in the body. And Sammy is renowned for, most renowned for mood. They even did a study on menopausal women where it really helped their depression and anxiety levels dramatically. About 80% of them saw great benefit with Sammy. But Sammy's also very good for liver detoxification and joint comfort and mobility. Wow, that's a lot of diverse things, well, isn't it? It is. Very interesting. So I had one lady who runs a health food store who said that she gives it to her husband, tells him it's for his knee, but it's really because he's crazy. Oh, I love it. Okay, hold on. I've got to take more notes again. This is the one to slip into a cranky spouse. (laughs) Sam E. It's the capital letters S-A-M and then lowercase E. So this is a really cool one. Excellent for mood stabilization. Ladies, gentlemen, are we all listening? (laughs) Very good. Yeah, this is an excellent one for us. Uh, I really like the one by Doctors Best Vitamins that you can find at Mother's Mm -hmm. Market because they use the Italian pharmaceutical grade Sam E, which is much more... potent than the American Sammy, which most other companies use. So very good stuff. 400 or 800 milligrams daily is a great starting point for Sammy. (laughs) Other things we can use for stress, don't forget about good old chamomile tea. Uh. Oh, 
It's it's right there in the cupboard. A, <laughs> a little cup of tea yeah. only costs a couple dollars for your yeah. tea bags, or you can buy it in bulk. You know, chamomile tea is a wonderful relaxer. I have a cup of chamomile tea most nights before I go to bed. It's an excellent way just to wind down, calm down. Love the chamomile tea. This can be used safely for children. You know, if they're agitated and and hyperactive, you know, this calms them down too. So chamomile tea can be an excellent helper. You can also get chamomile as a a capsule or in a tincture as a supplement. So there are a variety of ways to get that wonderful calming chamomile in. And one of my other favorites is called sun theanine. Sun theanine is a brand name of the amino acid called L-theanine. This is very safe also for all ages. Uh, Sun theanine is extracted from the green tea leaf. It promotes mental calmness without making you drowsy. So sun theanine and magnesium are my top things for anybody who has daytime stress. They can also both be used for nighttime stress, but daytime, these two don't make you tired, don't make you drowsy, but they definitely help calm you. Sun theanine is excellent for children who go to school who might have attention and focus and hyperactivity issues, very calming for them. I love it for anybody when they're going to work, when they're going to school, when they're driving around doing errands where they need to have they need to have their mental faculties about them however they don't want to be all stressed out so it really helps you to cope with stress very well I find something you need works best if you take it before you get all stressed out rather than waiting till afterwards. So if you have a stressful life, take some every day. Hmm. If you have a stressful event coming up, maybe it's inventory week at work or there's a big project due or something like that, Then, or, or your kids are going to have finals and you know that's going to stress you out and mm-hmm. them, we could all take, the whole family can take the sun theanine very nicely. Hmm. So that's an excellent strategy. Uh, then you could take it as needed. So whatever you like, even though it doesn't make you drowsy, I'm seeing that a lot of companies like using sun theanine in their sleepy time formulas because it stops those spinning wheels from spinning that might keep where us up, right? Exactly, where you can't the, the stop thinking wheel. about all the things you've got to do. Yep. Oh, no, I didn't get this done. Mm-hmm. Let's move, you know, then that helps to calm that kind of a thing. Mm. So I love the sun theanine. That's another really interesting one. L-tryptophan is also available in our health food stores now. And again, Mm. and L-tryptophan is very safe. It's an essential amino acid, and it helps to produce serotonin. Serotonin is our feel-good neurotransmitter and excellent for sleep as well. At night, when the light stops hitting our eyes, serotonin turns into melatonin. So if you're having trouble with sleep, my favorite things are the magnesium and the L-tryptophan and and you go ahead and throw in a cup of chamomile tea as well. Okay. So I think those strategies are really excellent things, excellent supplements at helping us to cope with stress, cope with that cortisol, and manage our stress response. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't write fast enough. I'm sitting here going, <laughs> I love that. I love that one, though, with that boom there. With that. Okay, very good. <laughs> good. Well, thank you so much. You are just, again, a wealth of knowledge and um, maybe a stress well, management here. Valerie, thank you so much for your time. We really, truly appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can get more information on Valerie and her website, ValerieHallNutrition.com, and learn more about her natural approach to making us all healthier. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kimberly. We're moving through this week's Mother's Market Radio Show, but stay with us, because next up, we'll tell you what's going on around town. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. 
Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.